the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. Trace is up here on the porch with us here at the nursery. Gardening volunteers of South Texas are uh, in front of us on the porch. We're going to find out why they're here in just a moment. Uh, Do they know why they're here? No. I thought it's because they liked us. (laughs) I thought so, too. Yeah, they just just, uh, have table, we'll travel. And uh, uh, <laughs> no, no, we're going to tell you why they're here. Uh-oh. I forgot you. I don't think I have your plug. So hold on. I'll get that. So y'all talk amongst yourself for a second while I get Calvin hooked up. Okay. Do you know what to talk it. about? No. All right. Trace, tell them what what's uh. happened at the nursery. <laughs> Are we supposed right, to be able so to hear? We got all kinds of things going on. Uh, the maze is actually done. Uh, so uh, the kiddos can start doing that. The bounce house will be up shortly. And um, there are some round orange things coming in on Monday. I'm supposed to see if y'all can guess what that is. Round orange. Satsumas. Oh, pumpkins. Oh. Jerry's so quick. Ding, 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 ding. And some of, some of them are not even orange, right? Some are not orange. Some are not orange. Some are not round. So it's a, a, a large shipment coming in, all kinds of pumpkins, gourds, oh. corn. And uh, it should be should be fun. We we're gonna we've taken extra space because we are Better. getting that many in. We're we're gonna All have a right. huge selection. Uh, Y'all sell a lot of pumpkins every we, year. We do, and uh, so we're gonna even sell more this year. And Good. Better selections and probably better pricing. So, but uh, the the pumpkin place is. So far away from me, how can I monitor and holler yeah, at the kids? Watch, watch the children. All you got to do is watch that aisle right there, and you'll see them all go. No, we're you know, talking where, about yelling at the kids. Where, oh, where are they going to be set up? Because The pumpkins, this bed, that bed, and that bed. Okay, you can still see them. Okay, yeah, except that. you got a better view than anybody else. Loud. Hey, yeah. don't throw that pumpkin on the ground. You know how uh, we talked about Roger <laughs> making all the uh, screams? Yes, yes. Calvin does that during Halloween, too. It's yeah. part of your attraction. He, he kind of sets up, and as the children pick up the pumpkins and threaten to toss them down or drop them, Calvin yells and screams at them. So that's uh, part, it's all part of the Halloween fun. 
Oh, the parents love it. They're laughing. Okay. <laughs> anyway, all right. So 308. They're, they're running over and grab their child. Yeah, going <laughs> Breaking into tears. Well, I think we'll be 100% functioning for Halloween by uh, by the end of the month. Yeah, good. By Thanksgiving, huh? Sure. <laughs> so be. what is it? Is one week? Are we two weeks away from um, October? Yeah, well, it's well, the 15th, the 16th. I, I it's all there now. It's just a matter of electricity and... I can't believe you guys let it get well, thank you. warm again. Sorry, Calvin. I left uh, from Minnesota, and I, I heard g- about how wonderfully cool it was, and I said, oh, it would be ideal when I come back for the winter annuals and well, for the... We had, a, we, had, we had a lovely time. For without, one week? Without you, yes, for one week. Okay. Yeah. For great. It was very. I don't think we talked very bad about Calvin. Did we? Only, only, no, there, only once, I think. Yeah, Usually that's the enjoyment of, of the of substituting when he's out of town to get to say ugly things about him. Sorry, Calvin. Yeah, you you missed the opportunity. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe next time. And we well, we'll, as, as we've gotten older, we just don't seem to have the same impact. Uh, <laughs> we don't aggravate people's much. I mean, as. Uh, That's shame. Probably good reason for us to go to therapy, Jerry. We should <laughs> listen. If you'd like to be aggravated, call us now uh, at 308-8867. Jerry's still pretty good at it. Yeah, yeah. He's still got his chops. I've still got some some aggravation about. It. And uh, the Master Gardener event, cultivate. Is that today? That's that's, that's, that's now. Just, I think it's it right. finished. They did not. Yeah, I think it finished at noon or one. I think one or one o'clock. And they did not invite you to do the inorganic roundtable? No. Uh, cowards. They, they missed out on a real Oh, that was going to be we'll a good one. We'll just have to have our own here. Yeah. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh, you non-organic people show up. <laughs> if you want to really be aggravated. <laughs> uh, our brain, uh, I'll tell you what we could do. We could have a, they bring their old chemicals in and, yeah. and see what they are and how they should be used and. Things like that to the nursery. Oh. You know, that, that, that they've had stored for a long time. Does the nursery want that? You want old chemicals? Uh. <laughs> the nursery, no. Uh. Me, me, myself, and I, all oh. three of us would like uh, some chlorodane or. Dude. Wait a minute. You you see, see, that's what I'm talking about. So you can find out, do you want to have like an award for the oldest bottle of something? <laughs> I think I might win that. Do you uh, really? I still have a half bottle of Chlordane in a glass bottle. Oh, Lord. in a glass bottle. Yeah. Because you can't, wow. can you not, oh, is that how they used to make it? Yeah. Oh. All the chemicals used to come in glass, glass bottles. So if somebody had a uh, dropping oh. inside, it was a very smelly. That's because deal. Milton, it, it ate its way through anything except glass. Oh, dear. Yeah. So there are people that are you telling me there are people that are listening that are going, ooh, I hope they really do have that oldest chemical contest because uh, I might win that. <laughs> and there's other people I, I that are pulling their hair out. I, I yeah, bet somebody's got DDT out there. Oh, man. Probably. I oh. bet somebody's got DDT. We don't want to know, do we? Well, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I still have deodorant powder for vegetable use. Yeah. Uh, wow. Well, Calvin, how are you? Arsenic, <laughs> arsenic keeps showing up in my English murder mysteries that I Uh-oh. read about. Yeah, Uh-oh. that's a good, good organic, organic control chemical. that they used to use quite a bit. All right, now we are beginning to aggravate people <laughs> like we used to. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Let's see, what else did you mention? 
Well, let's see. Fall color's been coming in. So oh, yeah. We, we now have petunias. So those and we've got spinach. We do I went out and looked at the spinach. Yeah, broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, spinach, kale. A lot of people collard, break the spinach. A lot of people break the spinach up so bad. I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, the, 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 a lot of le- of course the plant is still in good shape, but um, you know a lot of people like their. And on that note, we got something in. We got something in uh, this week that we haven't had in a long time. Hmm. Garlic bulbs. Oh wow! Our fall shipment of bulbs. So we got in. Is it elephant garlic? Well, there's three versions. So uh, elephant garlic is one of the versions, and so two other flavors. And then we got in that same group. We got in uh, oh, like bearded iris, anemones, ranunculus, uh, freesias. Oh okay. So pretty good uh, tulips. I know that there's just a few of those. Some hyacinths. Remember, most neighborhoods. Iris is the deer don't eat, but of course, now that I planted a huge bed of new bed of iris, uh, and all these, <laughs> all these people. In, in fact, one of one of the attendees at the program I gave this morning, I was saying they're asking me about that new bed I got growing in front of my. Uh, I said iris, the deer don't eat them, and she said, "Huh, my house is only a block away, and the iris eat my. I mean, the deer eat my iris." I said. Don't even talk that way. Uh, <laughs> what a what a nightmare well, you, that'll you remember be. that one woman came up was mad about you writing that in the article it's about Firebush. That was years ago. Oh oh oh. No, that was all right. So all we, right. Are, we already had one entry go. in the oldest uh, chemical uh. and just texted over to me. Uh, no no names. Okay, so this person said that this uh, shed got shut down in 1962, and I'm reading a bottle that says Moore's is the brand name. I never kills ants, kills sow bugs, and it's ten percent chloridane dust. Kill sow bugs, it'll kill everything. Anything. So uh, anyway, I won't say his name. But no, I don't know. We already well, have one participant. Oh, okay. you mean they uh, they sent that just then? Yeah. yeah. Oh my lord. Well, that makes Neil Neil in his column uh, today was talking about somebody was talking about MSMA being used in their neighborhood. And Neil was saying that, what in the world are you using MSMA? That was that was uh, taken from the market years ago. Yeah, yeah. But compared to those chemicals you <laughs> talked about, I mean, it was just yesterday. <laughs> so which, which of the bulbs um, are kind of the easiest? Uh, tulips, you need, they need to be pre-chilled? Tulips and hyacinths ought to be pre-chilled. Uh, there were some, I'd say out of all those, the Dutch iris are pretty easy. Okay. Ranunculus are pretty easy. You don't have to plant them deep. Um, you don't. Some of them will naturalize. There were some daffodils in there that will uh, come back year after year. So me, I'd plant some. Oh, that'd be kind of nice. The iris multiplies. Uh, they're German iris, or some people call them flags. Yeah. Uh, and they make a nice... Ground cover too. Uh, the the upright, sword-like uh, foliage is really different. And I want to say there's 14 or 15 different varieties. So there's some really neat color schemes in those huh. in those uh, bearded iris. Oh, cool! You know, I'm I'm uh, taking a different uh, uh, switch, switching gears a little bit. I'm really enjoying my uh, marimum. 
it's it's a great plant. Yeah, it really is. And you've got some more, I can see, and still got plenty. Yep. Uh, although I can tell you you've sold some, too, but they're hard yeah. to find. Now, we left them on an in-store special. Oh, good. Okay. So uh, they're still on the same, same price. Um, all right. So I think that was uh, 398 uh, for the six-inch pot. And, uh, yeah, mine uh, lost some blooms, gained some blooms, so I'm enjoying it. It's very pretty. Uh, uh, put it in a container. And we, we do have a couple of in-store specials that aren't uh, on your list of things. Only for so our ears only. Only for uh, for anybody who's in shopping. Okay. Uh, we've got the three-gallon crepe myrtles on special for half price. Ooh. Wow. So, That's good. Uh, regular $24.99, whatever that math works out to be. Oh. Uh, rose trees. You know, right now they they ought to start looking really good, but we've got the rose trees at half price. Oh, yeah. Uh, jujubes. Jujube. Yep. Those, we got those, sold <laughs> one of those. Sold one of those this morning. Uh, and there's one other one. I'll have to go figure out what it is, but uh, I'm missing one. All right. Uh, 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. You want to talk about well, fall yeah, trees? We, uh, we got in our fall selection of fruit trees. We did so well last year uh, with a fruit tree selection for specifically fall planting. Uh, it is easier for the trees to establish when, when everything's starting to cool off. So we got a good good representation of uh, peaches, pears, plums, apples, I believe some nectarines. Along with that, we got a few citrus trees. Now they're not on sale. Uh, figs, pomegranates, um, avocados. So if you if you've been looking for an avocado that can uh, eventually, with some TLC, eventually go into the ground, we've got we've got those in now too. And um, this is kind of a unique thing. I think we you you did this last year. We did, and it was it was successful. Yeah, and we had a lot of successful customers. Good. So for us, that's the most important thing. We want the we want the uh, the end product to be successful, and uh, it's a great time to plant them. And let's see. Oh, and oh, how about great looking avocados? We're nice. The new fl- fl- new flush of growth, and they're really pretty. How about the um, plant of the weekend? Weekend plant, plant weekend. of the weekend. So this came in, I guess, about a week ago, and uh, and uh, I I just fell in love with it. It's uh, bow tie vine, <laughs> and I I really don't know how to describe the bloom other than it does look like, look like a, a bow tie. Yeah, how you describe like a blue. purple bow tie. Like a purple bow tie. Yeah, it's got little red stamens or something in the middle. Mm-hmm. The center center is dark purple. Uh, tropical vine, so I'd grow it similar to Mandevilla, so grow it in a pot uh, with its own trellis that you can move in and out or up against something where you can cut the plant back to the pot and move it in if it's going to get cold. But uh, it's definitely a showy bloom. Uh, Sun or shade? Heart-shaped leaves. Uh, yes, to both. Both? Uh, it says it'll grow in full sun and, uh, and half-day sun. Well, it's a, it's a, I, I saw it down the hill. It, it's been a week, son. It, they've been here, I think, maybe two, maybe two. Yeah, a couple of weeks. And I, it, I, 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 what is that? You know, the bloom is so unlike any other bloom you've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, it almost looks I saw like Charles stop by it yesterday, and he just kept looking at it. Uh. He, was, he stood in front for about 30, 45 seconds, and then and started looks walking. Looks like it's again. got fall color with the leaves yeah. you know, out there. Yeah. So they're thirty nine ninety nine, and there's ten of them. Oh, okay. So let's see. Let me make sure it's online if folks want to look for it. 
Uh, but let me tell you, if you want one, you have a couple choices. You can call. You can come by the nursery, obviously. There's only 10, and we've had this experience before where they run out. Uh, but you can also call 497-3760, 497-3760, and uh, you can uh, just tell them, hey, put aside one for me, and I'll come get it. And it's thirty nine ninety nine. In a five-gallon can with a stake, I'd say five feet. Five yeah. feet. Yeah, I would say so. so it's, uh, it's definitely an impressive uh, plant for the price. Let's see, and then uh, yeah, you can find it online. I'm looking at some now. Are you saying that's only five feet? That's tall. It's taller than you are. Well, the the you're including the pot, and I'm not. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, go to uh, go online, and you'll see. You'll see it. It's very, very pretty. And then uh, you can call us at 497 I'd call that royal purple. Oh, is that what it, Okay. All right. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. Total free. It's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up. We'll talk to the gardening volunteers of South Texas right after this on 930 AM. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. It's time to head on over to Millburgers for fall color and fall savings. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find some great items on sale like fall garden mums. What a great variety of color, and they make a dazzling display when planted in mass in your yard. And right now in the six-inch pot, you're ready for this, only two eighty-eight. Just two eighty-eight for fall garden mums in the six-inch pot. You'll find petunias on sale as well. Right now in the four-inch pot, just eighty-eight cents each. This week at Millburgers, the fall fruit trees are in. You can save twenty percent on fresh shipments just arrived of apples, peaches, pears, figs, avocados, and more in the three-gallon container starting from just $34.99. You'll find all these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. And don't forget, it's coming soon, Millburgers Famous Pumpkin Patch, an amazing monster maze at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. If you're Medicare eligible, have I got a great deal for you. Absolutely free, and it's full of fun. You can explore all of the stuff at the new Witty on Broadway. Join WellMed for WellMed Day at the Witty, 10 a.m. to noon, Thursday, September 21st, and you'll enjoy the new Witty and a chance to meet all of the great folks at WellMed. Free food, too. Join us on September 21st at the Witty, 3801 Broadway. No registration needed. If you're thinking about a compact tractor and you want the best, 
you can afford a Kubota. Hi, I'm John Ewald at Ewald Kubota. Come into one of our seven locations and check out the new Kubota L2501 package deal, which includes a four-wheel drive tractor with hydrostatic transmission, a front loader, a rear mower, a box blade, and a trailer, all for one low price. With a deal this good, you can afford a Kubota from Ewald Kubota. Check out our package specials at EwaldKubota.com. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line Everyone is talking about fixed index annuities. Are annuities good or bad? Will you lose money or make money? Is your retirement nest egg protected from loss? Tune into Robin Hoppus and the Big State Financial Show at its new time, Saturday mornings at 9 and Mondays at 8 to learn more. Or you can call Robin at Big State Financial, 210-373-6000. It's the Big State Financial Show, Saturday mornings at 9 and Monday evenings at 8, right here on 930 AM, The Answer. Hugh Hewitt wonders where politics is going. Democrat Representative Luis Gutierrez of Illinois said this, quote, General Kelly, chief of staff, is a hypocrite who is a disgrace to the uniform he used to wear. I, I, I mean, I'm just astonished that his members don't immediately say to him, what are you, out of your mind? What, what is wrong with politics? The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8 on 930 AM. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number is 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308. Ah, you okay? Yeah. 8867. Shirley, you want to come up? Or, or will you come up? Whether I think I think you made that clear that sometimes it's not a want issue. No, 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 no. Hey, just come, hey, Shirley, hey, Shirley, hey, Shirley, hey. just just come on up right there, yeah, there we go, yeah, we got you, yeah, grab that microphone, you'll be on the air, tell us what the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas is doing here. We're a volunteer organization, and you can find us at gardeningvolunteers.org, today we're here selling tickets for the Garden Conservancy Open Days Tour, which will be October 14th, Saturday, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's a great variety of gardens in San Antonio, showing a variety of styles. One of our criteria was a minimal lawn so that we could put the focus on design and the plants in the garden. And um, so, okay, so they can come here and they can get tickets. 
Yes, the tickets are $35 for all six gardens, or you can see an individual garden for $7 each. And we'll have tickets at the gate at each garden on that day, and you can find the addresses at gardenconservancy.org or gardeningvolunteers.org. And what are the funds going to be used for? The funds, the Garden uh, Conservancy takes gardens that are originally private gardens, uh, spectacular private gardens like Peckerwood in Hempstead, and uh, when the owners can no longer care for them, they, they turn them into public gardens so that they can be preserved uh-huh. for the rest of so the So does that mean when Jerry gets sold, he can't take care of his yard, that, that they might take that over? He can certainly apply for that. <laughs> That's already <laughs> happened. <laughs> the, gardening, the Garden Conservancy, yes, uh, they... Uh, Ruth Bancroft Garden in California, which is a, a spectacular one. Chanticleer in Pennsylvania. Those are gardens that all, have all been preserved. Mm-hmm. Cool. Very cool. And you may have a, a question then. Oh, and did you, um, did you have, can, oh. we, can we ask it on the air? It's easy. Yeah, but I don't really know what I'm going to ask. Okay, we'll, we'll start and we'll see how it goes. Okay. okay. Well, thank you. And Shirley, we'll, we'll talk to you in just a few minutes. Grab that microphone. You'll be on there, and okay. then we'll, we'll we'll take we'll take care of you. Go ahead. Okay, I'm trying to find a photo, and this is the best one I could find. But around my pool, I have monkey grass in the expansion gap thing, and it's being overrun by something that looks like monkey grass, but it's more weedish and out of control, kind of along the line of. La ropey, but not, and it the root it runs on a runner. So when I pull one, could it is it big? Well, let me show you. Okay, but we, we and Jerry and I are already speculating what it might be. It, and Shirley has a guess to too. See, I didn't mean to take this picture for that. I was doing my mariachi okay. back there. Uh, um, it doesn't look. Doesn't look large enough. It might be a nut sedge. See if that is it. Uh, aye, aye, aye. <laughs> let's see. We're looking. Yeah, I think it's probably nut sedge. Let's see if Jerry can take a look at that too. Okay, Jerry will now be looking at the picture, and Jerry's opinion is. Uh oh, he he confirmed. Nuts. He's saying nut sedge. That's okay. Well, that's bad. Nut sedge is better than. Than uh, it being uh, Johnson grass. Um, so, is there anything I can put on there to kill it, or am I just forced to pull it? Because I'm it, trying to I'm trying to think of uh, if the if image affects monkey grass. I don't think it does. I think there's a product that's designed okay. for nutsedge. Okay. It's called it's called image, and then there's some other versions. Uh, some uh, sedge hammer or sedge killer. There's a couple of them, and you apply it just like a contact herbicide, and it just just kills. The well, generally, there you know, it, it's not as good as some of the the lawn grass or the weed grass killers because it's less specific. But at very least, you can look at the label image. Look at the label. And see if it mentions the monkey grass or lariope on there. If it doesn't, then you probably could use that. 
And, and when you say apply it, like a just spray it? Just spray it on. Yeah, okay. you could do. You could just, uh, in that kind of situation, you could mix it in a little uh, spray bottle. Spray bottle, and you spray the, the ones that are offending. Now, it doesn't doesn't uh, kill immediately, so it'll stop growing, and then it'll slowly decline till okay. then. And will that image also take care some of what I have in there? Looks like a sticker bush. It has the little green little stickers in there. I haven't seen a sticker. Not sandburrs. It's not sand. Not, probably not sandburrs. No. Either. It's like a true, like, old-fashioned sticker. I wonder, if it's, uh, uh, like, beggar's lice? Or could it be greenbrier? Is, oh. is, is the leaf shiny? Vine? Is it a vine and shiny? Hmm. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, I wish I had known. I would have. Yeah, pulled out a little piece of it. I it, brought them once before, but uh-huh. you weren't here. It, it may or may not affect that. Uh, so, t- uh, do you live close? Mm-hmm. Next time you come this this way, bring it in, and have. Uh, well, surely, if we're not here, one of the staff people can recognize it. We're here. From Saturday from noon to 2 and then Sunday noon to 2. Okay. And so we could identify it. Okay, uh, maybe I can bring some tomorrow. Yeah, we'll be, be here good. from noon to 2. So. Okay. Yeah, and then, then if you want to, you could bring the product up here and we can kind of make a good educational discussion. We can on the image? explore, yeah, explore okay. whether you could use it on all both of those. Okay, all right, good deal. Cool. Thank you. Well, you did great. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Give us a call. Be a part of the show, 308-8867. I don't think I've ever seen nuts edge grow like that in a, uh, usually, um, well, of course, it, I guess it's pretty much full sun. Yeah, and water. It's got yeah. a lot of water, too. Yeah, the monkey grass can be pretty competitive, but if it's full sun and hot, then maybe yeah. the nuts edge is just as competitive. So what's going on, sir? <laughs> is is it time at, to plant wildflowers? Yeah. Really? How do you know? I was looking at Calvin's article in today's paper on Section C, my essay. And he's got a wonderful article on uh, on planting wildflower seeds at this time of the year. And uh, we we mentioned that last weekend because uh, John Thomas was giving his lectures up at Wild Seed Farm. So we talked a little bit about uh, wildflowers. And uh, you you talked about that... uh, the seeds were available at your local nursery, or you can get them at Douglas King at a Seed Company here in San Antonio, or you can order them on the internet uh, from wild, or, or over the phone, for that matter, from Wild Seed Farms. And we got a uh, great selection here in, in Millburgers. Yeah. Uh, and both the mixes and the individual seed packets. So. Right. And you mentioned uh, we and we talked about last week uh, the uh, Texas Oklahoma mix and some of the other mixes that includes a blend of seed. And uh, uh, John Thomas always recommends that you plant 
if you've never planted wildflowers before and you don't know exactly what you want to grow, to plant a, a, a mix, one of the uh, mixes, and uh, and see what grows well in yeah. your location. And it might be different from year to year, too. That's true. That's true, Because too. They, they're so weather-dependent, some of those varieties. And, we're, and last week we talked about uh, uh, choosing a site. Uh, I also got a, let's see, oh, I, I put a link on um, plantanswers.com. Yes. Uh, top topic of the month on uh, uh, we 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 must have coordinated our efforts, Kevin. Yeah, like always. <laughs> yeah, because I've got a a link on. I think that happens after twenty years. Yes. Page, uh, and it's uh, under topics of the month in red, over to the right, right hand corner page. And it's a, the third listing is wildflowers grown by direct seeding in the fall. So click on that, and you'll have an article uh, very similar to Calvin's article that was written by John Thomas and myself years ago. But uh, we list all. We, what's different is that uh, we list we list a lot of a lot of. Uh, Specifics. A lot of specifics on the plants that are in the in the mix, in the mixes, and uh, if you want to, if you don't know what the plants are in the mixes, uh, you can go to the uh, wildflowers, uh, wild, uh, wild seed farms, wild seed farm uh, catalog web page. And uh, and look them up because they've got pictures of all the wildflowers on their webpage. So that's uh, wildseedfarms.com. Hey, we got uh, James on the line at 308-8867. 308-8867. James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. It's a beautiful, beautiful day for a change. Yeah. What's going on? Well, I have a stand of bamboo that is in our backyard. It's probably about oh, uh, 25 years old. Uh, and some of the bamboo is like four inches, maybe four and a half inches around. They stand about uh, 25 to 30 foot. I'm trying to find something. We're cutting them all down. But is there something to keep them from coming back that you've ever heard of? Hmm. Prayer. Prayer. Well, I'm a pastor, so that would work. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, that, yeah, you, you gonna need now. you gonna need that. <laughs> well, it's 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 tough. We've experimented with um, Roundup and with uh, Remedy, and it's kind of a mixed bag. Well, the way my neighbors did this, and this was 12, 15 years ago, they did what you're doing, James. They cut it all down. And then they went through with a bulldozer with, the, with Yeah, that'd the, be the, the ideal. The I know that. Yeah, hooks. And then they had like six people walking behind, picking up the root and piling the roots to haul yeah. away. And that, that worked for years. But, of course, it comes back if you don't keep at it. It uh, comes right back even with all that, huh? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. That, yeah. That, is, that must be timber bamboo to be be that. Is that timber bamboo? I, I have mean, no idea. 
It, it you was said, not you planted said, you there. said the, stem, the stems were how, four or five inches? Right. They are huge. Yeah, that's timber bamboo. Now, I got some impact with uh, the stump fine killer on, uh, but then you got to do each, you got to kind of apply it to, to each stem, which is a. Well, they're going to cut oh, it down. It's a pain, yeah. Yeah, well, right now it's about a uh, half inch tall. Where most half of it's been cut already. So you could. Um, then I, I I ran. The, mine was about that tall, and I just I sprayed, yeah. in general, and got pretty good coverage. But I still I still got stuff coming up. So now that was what was it? Stump remover. Yeah, yeah. Cut vine and stump remover. Yeah. Milburger uh, and, remedy, and the same active, yes, ingre- yeah. same active ingredient is remedy. So if you've got a large area and you just want to spray those four-inch plants in general, you could just do that. You could use okay, uh, a remedy. Yeah, mix. the space is probably thirty-five foot by maybe twelve foot wide. Yeah, that that's kind of that. That'd be probably be easier just to. I don't. In the old days, you had to buy a huge bottle of remedy, but I think now you can get smaller. I think there's all kinds of different sizes available. Did and you uh, spray? Yeah, it's a it's a concentrate, and then you mix the dilute the spray. Okay. Do you when you cut cut that bamboo off? Did you have, do you have hollow stems? Hollow. Yes. Are the centers hollow? Yes, it is. Yeah, that's why I seen. I'd, I'd feel that I'd, I'd uh, either recut them or, or or cut them where that and then fill that hollow area up with the solution. Now you pure could, solution. You could do the initial. He could do this widespread spray once, and then anything that comes up, he could do that cut. Again, in the special, in a more concentrated kind of yeah, because I think just a portion of them will come back. Okay, but you, it's, you're it's gonna, not easy. Like it's right not easy for me. You're gonna have trouble with that that timber bamboo. Uh, there was there was a, a old a horticulturist, uh, the well digger up in uh, Lakey, Lakey, Texas, uh, twenty twenty five years ago. And he had timber bamboo in his backyard, and uh, I was going to take some to Tennessee. And, Is, and that's probably the property James bought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my uh, wife has been living here fifty years, and all of a sudden it just started to grow. Huh? So I figured some bird help. I don't know. It, it might it might have just been there. Uh, how how? Uh, how, how, what I'm saying is that that timber bamboo, when it, it gets to be a certain age, uh, you know, it, it's it's good for uh, it's the strongest wood in the world. Right. And uh, it's hard to cut even with a chainsaw. Absolutely, absolutely. And so uh, I don't I don't know. You might find some use for some of the larger larger timbers. There's craftsmen. Yeah, that's a, the, the the problem with it too. Is it's kind of a different, different. You have to use different techniques. Yeah. And so there's specialists 
with bamboo. Oh, yeah. So, you know, a typical backyard carpenter like we might be yeah. is not going to have an easy no. job. I've died if you can drive a nail in it. I don't know. <laughs> it's pretty tough, I can tell you that. Yeah, it you is. Can, it's wonderful for making big rafts, James. So. Yeah, yeah, okay. The next time I need a raft, I'll do that. <laughs> But the 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 only only chance you got is uh, is that uh, uh, over the top uh, uh, cut vine and stump killer. Okay, and stump there, and vine several... and stump killer or remedy. Yeah, whichever you get the best deal on. Other and and also make and check the uh, potency because if you got a large area, you want the you know, you you want the flexibility to mix it at the rate that's recommended. Now, is this so under the, trees and stuff? It's all around oak trees, yes. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, see, that's, yeah, that's what I'm afraid that, that, of. That adds to the problem. They're probably 150-year-old to 200-year-old oak trees. Oh. Yeah, you just, just have to huge. Be, and they've grown be, all around yeah. it. Oh, Lord. Yeah, that that limits how gen- your general sprays. You'll have to be real specific on applying it to uh, the, the to the uh, bamboo. Bamboo so, itself. Good, good luck, James. Put a little couple, a little bit in each one of the bamboo shoots that are sticking up. Where it's there been cut go. off. There you yeah. go. I think that'd be. And the you best can way and you can play with it and experiment and see which works best. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you, well, you probably don't want to do a general trees. spray. Uh, that's that's no good. Yeah, do you think it would kill the roots of the trees? Well, no, not yeah. Well, it killed the whole tree. Oh, I don't Remember. want to do that. They're too beautiful yeah. to be oaks. Yeah. yeah. First I time I've it. seen them since I've been here, and I've been living on the property now for twenty years. Yeah. I, I use it the way Jerry described, with each individual like. Hackberry or chinaberry that grows in like my rose bed, but there's it's not a general spray. Of course, it's just a specific application to that cut, that right. stump, and that doesn't seem to affect the roses. So if you you know if you do it that individual treatment, you're you'll be safe. You won't hurt the yeah. Trees. I think you better do that away. I'll try it. Thank you Good so luck. much for the advice. Yeah, how old are you? Do you got enough? You got twenty years to finish that job? Or? Well, I probably do. I'm only seventy-five. Oh, yeah. okay. You, you got, got plenty. Of time. I got twenty years easily. Easily. Now, now, Milton used to fight bamboo all the time, and he found he found out the ultimate solution to controlling bamboo. Move. He just Move. moved. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the Thanks, best James. way to get rid of it. Huh? And there's people looking for him now. Yeah, you take care. All right, 308-8867. Let's talk to Lloyd at 308-8867. Hey there, Lloyd. How you doing? Welcome to the show. Pretty good. Thank you. Hey, uh, the Gold Star Esperanza, are the seeds viable uh, or are they sterile? They're sterile. You should never plant the seed of Gold Star Esperanza. They're not sterile. They're just not... (laughs) They, they don't, don't come back true. They don't come back true. It's a waste of time. Oh, well, it's a will. waste of time. Okay. Yeah, but you'll get you'll get all things. the the parent material. 
they will sprout and make the plant, but it won't be like a gold star Esperanza plant. No, it will not. You'll, you'll have less than 1% of the seedlings come back as a, as a gold star type from a seedling population. That's 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 why we uh, that's why we um, try to we're trying to find one that's sterile because people want to do something with the seed. Okay, well, is, how about uh, from cuttings? Do they root well from cuttings? Oh yeah, that's the, that's the way they all root. Is from and cuttings. Is this the time here to do it or spring? Uh. I think you're going to have a lot better. You can do it now, but, uh, in fact, I, I did some last week. Uh, we have, my volunteer did some last week, and uh, but we put them in a mist bed. Uh, if you wait till uh, spring and wait till they re-sprout, uh, you know, get, get their young, get their uh, new growth, before they uh, get full of blooms and things like that, I think you'll have a lot, be- a lot better luck, and they root a lot faster. Okay. How, how, how I, many do you, uh, do you need? A lot, or you just want to root them for the fun? Oh, uh, no, just a hobby. Okay. And do I, you ta- do you take the paper, the newspaper? No, not the paper. Okay. Well, the reason I ask you is because Neil Sperry. Uh, had a had a, uh, a question about rooting Esperanza. Uh, Just today, uh, in today's paper, see the Esperanza. No, it, I don't think it's in his newsletter. Now, I know it's not in his newsletter, but uh, it may be later. But uh, okay. let me see what he says about it. Uh, All the same things you did. Oh, did he? Uh, okay, it 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 says, it says uh, wants to wants to uh, root Esperanza and Firebush. Said uh, it's always best to do so in a mixture of half peat and half perlite, not in water. Use cuttings that are three inches long and that you've taken a strong ve- strong vegetative growth. You've taken from strong vegetative growth. That's why I said you're going to have more of that kind of growth in the in the early spring. In okay. most cases, in my, and I disagree with him. He says in most cases you shouldn't need rooting hormone powder. Uh, but I, I would, if you've got some rooting hormone powder like rutone or or uh, rutone or harmonidin, uh I would go ahead and we we dip all of our cuttings or you uh, rooting powder on all of our uh, hardwood cutting. Um, if you root them now, you'd want to pot them into one-gallon pots and grow during the winter. Anytime temperatures are expected to drop below 40 degrees, bring them into a warm, bright condition. If so, that's that's why they're waiting to spring uh, because they are cold sensitive. So you'd have yeah. to protect them from cold. Okay. Alrighty. All right. Good luck. All right. If you just uh, just need some for sure, uh, Millburgers has lots of sales on Gold Star Esperanza. Thanks, Lloyd. You take care. Thanks for calling in. Good luck to you. 
All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up, live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. Gardening Volunteers of South Texas is here selling tickets to the Garden Tour coming up in October. Looks like the Boy Scouts may be here selling popcorn. We've got all kinds of fun things happening here at Millburger, so come on by and visit with us. More in a moment with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick, and this is 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. It's time to head on over to Millburgers for fall color and fall savings. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find some great items on sale like fall garden mums. What a great variety of color, and they make a dazzling display when planted in mass in your yard. And right now, in the six-inch pot, you're ready for this, only $2.88. Just $2.88 for fall garden mums in the six-inch pot. You'll find petunias on sale as well. Right now, in the four-inch pot, just 88 cents each. This week at Millburgers, the fall fruit trees are in. You can save 20% on Fresh shipments just arrived of apples, peaches, pears, figs, avocados, and more in the three-gallon container starting from just $34.99. You'll find all these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. And don't forget, it's coming soon, Millburgers' famous pumpkin patch, an amazing monster maze at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road. Touchdown! Football is here and so are guns at the Austin Highway Gun Show. Come this weekend to the Austin Highway Gun Show. Guns, knives, ammo, and military collectibles. Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 to 4. Free parking, 1948 Austin Highway. Y'all come, you hear? Building a strong community takes each one of us. And Project One can connect you to organizations and companies that are doing just that. Listen this weekend to Project One for the way San Antonio organizations are changing lives and transforming our community. Hi, this is Jan Johnson. Join us this week on Project One as we highlight Aid the Silent this Saturday night at 9. Sponsored by Documation and SACLF. One person, one hour, one life changed. Project One. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hi, this is Rhonda Bone of Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations to serve you. Most of us have some unwanted fat we want to get rid of. Try Sigform HCG, a homeopathic fat release system. It displays no known adverse side effects, targets the abnormal fat deposits that we don't want for well-needed energy. Increase blood flow for fat burning with a healthy lifestyle plan and no dips in your sugar level. Come in and get your information on Sigform HCG at Rhonda's Nature's Way 2 locations. 624 Southwest Military Drive at Shopper City Mall. Call 210-924-6922 and 8059 Callahan at the Grandview Shopping Center at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan. 210-344-1482. Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations. 
Hewitt wonders where politics is going. Democrat Representative Louise Gutierrez of Illinois said this, quote, General Kelly, chief of staff, is a hypocrite who is a disgrace to the uniform he used to wear. I, I, I mean, I'm just astonished that his members don't immediately say to him, what are you, out, out of your, your mind? mind? What, what is wrong with politics? The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Breaking news. President Trump's nominee to head of the FBI is pledging to remain free from political interference. Stimulating talk. Michael Jackson's chimp bubbles is now an artist selling paintings for up to $2,000. I'd like to know who bought a painting by a chimp for two grand. The answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. So Trace came up, and Trace has gone crazy. He's got another in-store special he's going to do now. And uh, get that microphone, Trace. And so he he's all over. Oh, where'd it go? There it is. So uh, let's see. So before, these are, like, these are for your ears only. You're, if you, you know, <laughs> it's not advertised in the paper. It's just. If you listen to any other radio station. You will not know about these specials. You're going to lose out. So we talked about the Merry Mums already. Now, they're still on sale for three ninety nine, we believe, in the 6-inch pot. we talked about the three-gallon crepe myrtles at half price. Half price? What? How can you do that? Jujubes. <laughs> Jujubes! Yeah, at half price. Uh, rose trees right. at half price. That'd be fun. The one you that could w- get them to bloom for, again for fall. You bet. Uh, in fact, this is a great time to get them, get them going because they can be go. very showy in another four or six weeks. But the one I was missing, yes, bougainvilleas. Oh wow! Every size, shape, color that we have, half price. Really? Whoa! Bougainvillea hanging baskets. Yep. Half price. Uh, yeah. I'm like Milton. How can you do that? Pots, half price. <laughs> the big tall ones that are vining and half price. Half price. Wow. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> There's some good bargains there. Oh yeah. Yeah. You so, don't need to root them. You can come and buy them here at Millburgers. So if, if you were half think, price, you were thinking about a bougainvillea, this is the day, and I don't know how long the in-store specials last. Do they last at least till Monday? Oh, at least, yes. All right. And um, let's see. Oh, do you want to um, ask Trace, or do you want to check yourself about image and... Um, not nutsedge, but or the other plant that you were worried that if it, oh it was the monkey grass and image or something wasn't it or you want to no. check yeah later? I thought we'd wait and until customer monkey grass oh, okay well they look pretty close yeah 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 and we she she had um, she's going to bring it back mon- yeah she had nutsedge growing as a weed in monkey grass hmm. which is kind of strange. Was by a pool though, and uh, so we were we suggested that she and then she had another weed in there and she was going to carry that tomorrow. So we suggested that that we get like we we do here sometimes and get the bottle and look at the the inst- instructions, yeah. the label, okay, and see if we can if it's worthy of an experiment and uh, it's always worthy of an experiment. Well, not <laughs> if it says it's this will kill this will kill monkey grass. Uh. <laughs> All right, and let's see. So we got about four minutes left. Do you want to feature the plant of the weekend again? Plant of the weekend, weekend. Bowtie vine. It Look it up a online. Well like named. 
gorgeous purple flower, royal purple if I have to give it a particular purple flavor, uh, heart-shaped leaves, and uh, it is a tropical, so I'd grow it similar to a mandavia, and uh, grow it in a pot with, a tre- with its own trellis or put the pot up against something for it to grow on, and then cut it back, bring it in for cold. Um, it's got a little red stamens, I guess that's what that is. It's coming out of the center. And uh, so, I mean, it's a beautiful vine. Yep. And they are only thirty nine ninety nine, and you can be one of ten in the state to have this plant. Wow, in the state, really? Probably. Okay, cool. All right, so here's what you can do. Um, if what's the shape of the flower? I don't know. It's a bow tie. Oh, that's uh, that's why it's called that? Look, man. I'm just being stupid. No, look at the one down by your arm. Yeah, the one down by your arm is more. Yep. It's, it is. It does look like a bow tie. It's a pretty purple. Almost has a butterfly look to it, too. Yeah, it does almost have a butterfly that, look that to it. That is a weird modified flower. I've never seen a flower. When I did the thing, it actually came up as bow tie plant, Costa Rican butterfly plant or something. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so uh, it came up with the butterfly name, too. But um, if you uh, are already sold and you want one, come on by the nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. There's only 10, so you want to come get one. And uh, Or, we, as a favor, we know that you know we don't want you to be disappointed. You can call the nursery right now at 497-3760, 497-3760, and say, okay, I want one, but I can't be there today. I'll put one aside, put two aside, and I'll be there tomorrow. And then you just take them, they'll take your name and put them aside for you so you come pick them up at your convenience. So um, uh, so that's 497-3760. And what else we got? We got a, about maybe a, another minute, two they minutes They got 20% off on all the fall fruit trees. Yeah, with a big and, selection, too. And that includes citrus. Huh? Uh, and they've got a new supply. They've got a... New, new supply of citrus in. See? It does. <laughs> uh, Trace. <laughs> but anyway, so the, the those of you who who missed out on the on the citrus, this is all. This is different kinds of citrus. I mean, it's got yeah. satsumas and things like that in there too. But uh, 20% off on fruit fruit trees. We we always talk about fall is the time for planting. Fall is for planting. So uh, uh, if you want to get get in some fruit trees uh, for the for they will probably have fruit next year. And uh, for those of you who want to try avocado, they've got a wonderful avocado selection of great great looking avocado trees. Uh, and uh, they're supposed to be the hard, hardiest or as hardy or avocado as you can get for this area. And uh, so you can give them a try here too. We're we're not we're not claiming that uh, you know on on our unusually cold winters that you might have some some dieback on, on especially on the new growth on these avocados. Hey, we need to take a break. We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, 
The answer, 308-8867 is the... All right, 308-8867. Calvin and Jerry are kind of diagnosing something off the air here. The I don't nerve think... of that guy. Yeah, he had horse, horse herb. He bringing horse herb, he want to know what will kill him. <laughs> yes. Well, nothing will kill him. You shouldn't yeah, kill him. came it. to the wrong show. <laughs> we, we embrace horse herb and, as, and stuff. So um, we couldn't we couldn't kill it. We, it was so hard yeah. to kill, and it kept yeah. got, keep coming back, back and back. Kind of like that bamboo. And, and after the rain, we had uh, with the hurricane. A little, uh, I, I had about an inch and a half. Uh, it came up, and I had to have it mowed. So. Uh, it, it's coming back. Yeah. yeah out of, off a of bare ground. I mean, it looked like there was nothing there. And I have seen yards bam, with nothing but. A and, it look, and it looks nice. Oh, they're wonderful. Yeah, it does look nice. I mean, there are going to be people who are now yelling at their radio <laughs> and yelling at me, but it does look nice. <laughs> that one lady that uh, that was against my uh, horse herb, uh, horse herb uh, recommendation. But. Uh, it, it it's so difficult to kill, yeah. And it comes back from seed and from uh, from uh, the roots of the plant. It's a, a perennial little, little perennial plant. It's got a deep root system. So. Uh, okay, Cal- <laughs> Cal- Calvin is having to hold his hand on this one. Yeah. Yeah, he's not. Poor Calvin. You, you didn't you didn't do that on purpose, did you? Yeah. <laughs> But uh, Calvin is trying in his, his very kind, political, correct way. He's yeah. trying to explain that you had to maybe get rid of, do what to do with it. But, yeah. But anyway, horse herb is making a comeback, and as fall approaches, and we, hopefully we will get some rains, uh, it will come back and be a beautiful uh, winter winter weed again, our winter grass. Yeah. Uh, what what is it? Calvin calls it uh, sustainable, sustainable winter lawn. Sustainable yeah. winter lawn, along with the bluegrass. And again, I've I've and probably other people do where they, if they went if they drove through they would see yards. Oh yeah. That have been completely taken over by horse yeah, herb. Yeah, and they look good. Sometimes they're green when other lawns aren't. Yeah. So. Uh, now I will tell you. The only only problem is is when it goes dormant and drought. Yeah, and dry I, weather. I saw that too. But then when we get, got a rain, oh, it come boom back. right up, boom. And you don't you don't mow the grass anyway, and during the drought, and you don't have to water. It's it's difficult to mow, only in that it kind of it like I think it ducks <laughs> when the lawnmower kind of goes over. It's like woo. Okay, well, it's, <laughs> it's kind of like clover. Uh, it, yeah. it mats. So you it, have to kind of go both ways to get it. Yeah. But when you get it, it's pretty. The next day, it's, it's standing up looking good. So anyway, it's one of those things that you, if you can't beat it, you might as well join it. Yeah. I, and especially since I'm not watering that area. And uh, and it's... Uh, now, the, the fun part is that we're going to time this. Um he uh, it's it's now he's now been at it for about five minutes, and that's explaining to this that same philosophy to this man. So let's see how many how many minutes and if he can finally convinces him. <laughs> I say after about ten minutes, they'll just give up and agree to disagree. What do you think, Jerry? He's dropping. Now he's telling. Now he's telling how to grow it. 
Oh, okay. Is he? So he's. I get. I guess we ought to write up a description on how to how to properly grow and <laughs> cultivate a horse herb. You should. <laughs> and let, let, you know, there's one lady that uh, fusses us, fusses at us about that all the time, and so we're sending it to her to edit. Oh. Let her edit it or something. Mm. Hey, uh, let's uh, while we're waiting for the Boy Scouts to come on up, uh, let's get the folks from Gardening Volunteers to come on up. All right. Shirley, you want to come up again since you did so well? All right, I'm going to give the microphone. Gardening volunteers are here, and we've got a couple things to promote. So, uh, yes, ma'am, what's going on? We're here to sell tickets for the Garden Conservancy Open Days Tour that will be October 14th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. There are various gardens, a variety of gardening styles in San Antonio, uh, gardens that we chose the uh, tour, you can find the addresses at gardeningvolunteers.org or gardenconservancy.org. The tickets are $36 for six gardens or $7 at the gate for an individual garden. And you've had some folks come up and get them. Yes, we have. We've had people coming in uh, to talk to us about the tour, to find out about the tickets. I did want to emphasize that the individual that we don't have individual tickets, single tickets here today. We have just the day passes for the $36 okay. for the six gardens. And you can go online, gardeningvolunteers.org, and you can see the gardens. In the- yes, we have photos of the gardens. If, if you look uh, at, up at the top tab, there's a tour page, and photos of the gardens and descriptions of the gardens are there. Will there be uh, knowledgeable volunteers on the site? Yes, uh, gardening volunteers, our volunteers will be docents that day, and we will have information available at the gate, a description of each garden, and they will have information as well to help answer your questions. And I, I look, look, and looking at the list, it's a diverse set of soils and houses, and so you should, you should be able to pick and choose the ones that... Yes, will help we, your, your landscape. We, we have a, a small cottage garden with mostly Texas native plants that was designed by Scott Ogden. That's in Terrell Hills. We have a garden designed by John Troy, also in uh, Terrell Hills, and that's a much more formal garden. So, And then we have a very large garden in Hill Country Village. It's 10 acres, and about half of it will be open, and it's just a gorgeous uh, clipped boxwood and terraces, a very formal European-style estate garden. And then we have a contemporary home with a gravel garden over uh, off of 410 and 10 in Colonies North, and that's a, a very interesting style. This particular gravel garden is beautifully done because it has a lot of softening plants like bamboo muley and lantana. And, and it's just a very beautiful garden that uh, was very popular three years ago when it was on the Water Saver Tour. Very cool. So they can come today and uh, get the day pass from you guys right here. How late are you all going to be here? We'll be here till 2. Okay. If there's a lot of interest, we could stay longer. Good. And uh, one more thing. I'm going to kind of wing this a little bit, so help me out. Gardening uh, this is class. scary. This is scary. Listen close now. This is a scary question. The gardening essential class is coming up Monday. Yes. Uh, from noon to three. Yes. Uh, and it's over. I'm guessing. It's at, at the garden center, which is across the parking lot from the botanical garden. 
And there are two, as always, there are two different classes. The first one, getting to the roots of mycorrhizal fungi uh, with Teresa and David Steinbrunner. Yes. Uh, did they write? Yeah, of wild, uh, wild Root Organic. And they're going to discuss the uh, benefits of using it with 95% of the plants to increase water and nutrient uptake, uh, disease resistance, drought tolerance, and increased yield. And then the San Antonio Seed Exchange and Seed Library will be, uh, will be talking, too. That's uh, Katie. And I, do you know how to pronounce her last name? I, I think don't. It's, I think it's, I'm going to go with, with Dish, uh, D-I-E-T-S-C-H. And I apologize, Katie, if you're listening. Uh, of the newly started S.A. Seed Exchange and Library will discuss the importance of seed libraries in preserving existing species of plants like tycoon. Uh, there will be seed exchange opportunities, so bring any seeds you'd like to share uh, to the to the event. So it sounds like it's going to be cool. Yes, we're especially excited about the seed exchange. We're all getting our seeds together to bring on Monday. We also have a potluck lunch before the oh, meeting starts. So it's camaraderie, it's yes. plant talk, it's all kinds of fun. We have a plant swap table. Yeah. And uh, we can where we sell and swap plants as well. That that runs uh, every every third Monday. And all this for how much? Well, we ask, it's free essentially, but we do ask for a five dollar donation at the door to help cover our expenses. There you go. So uh, as Jerry said a five dollar donation is appreciated. Yes, What's your favorite bloom color for mycorrhizae, Jerry? <laughs> no? <laughs> no response? Does fun- My favorite bloom color? Does yes. fungi bloom, I guess? I'm, I'm being facetious. Oh, okay. Oh. Fungi facetious. Thank you so much. For more information on, on the, both these events, go to gardeningvolunteers.org. Uh, the guys will be here and gals will be here till. Uh, uh, two o'clock selling the uh, the day passes so uh, you'll find them right by where we're setting up all right 308 8867 James is on the line hey James welcome to Millburgers gardening South Texas how are you doing today just fine um, just sat down after working like a dog all morning in the yard hey listen I may have called you all a few weeks ago or not I can't recall but I almost lost a cherry laurel overnight about a month ago due to I guess drought and lack of attention. So I uh, invested in some super drive, and lo and behold, I went out there this morning, and it's starting to leaf out again. I thought it was gone. I know it's kind of early uh, and still warm for fall fertilization, but considering this tree leafing out again, should I fertilize it now or wait a month, and what should I fertilize it with? You should not fertilize it now uh, because of uh, uh, fall and, and winter is on the, on the way, so... Uh, and it's, it's, What's the plant here? You said cherry laurel, didn't you? Yes, sir. Okay. It was about 15 feet tall, about uh, maybe 8 feet wide at the widest point. And it didn't drop the leaves. The leaves are still on the tree, but they're all brown, but it's starting to leaf out again, to my amazement. Yeah, that's good because most of the time when they hold their leaves and they're brown, the, the thing is dead. Right, and I, I thought it was dead. I, I really gave up on it about two or three weeks ago, but it's starting to leaf out. And why did it? Why did it turn brown? Why did I really don't. I really don't know. It's on the side of the house that I don't frequent that often. I was driving home from work, like say about four or five weeks ago, and I noticed I could. You can just barely see the edge of the of the tree, if you will, when you come up the driveway. 
and I looked in horror and saw it was brown. It's just like overnight. It's just like from green to brown. So I, I assume it's kind of on a slope, too, and it's in poor soil. So I assume it was, it was drought stress. Are you uh, in San Antonio or are you south? No, I mean, no I'm, I'm between Lytle and Rossville. I'm in, I'm in San Country. Okay. It, it didn't get... Okay, it didn't get too much water, I don't guess. Oh, no, it's not too much water out here. It's on a yeah, slope. it's on a slope, okay. yeah. Yeah, I, would, I think you probably diagnosed it right. Would have scared the heck out of me. I would have thought it was a root rot. That's what was going through my mind. Yeah, except uh, mm. also they're, no, did, they're, didn't they're pretty sensitive to the water. Yeah. yeah, no, it didn't get too, I know it didn't get too wet. That's, that's impossible work that. No, it it yeah. it can it can have cotton root rot and not not be too wet. It can okay. be dry, well, as a matter of fact. But it okay, if it had root rot, rot, would it would it be coming back out like it is now? Sometimes they'll relief or try to relief a couple of times. Okay. Uh, when but, the when the leaves turn brown, did they did they turn completely brown or were they were they brown around the edges? Let, let me go. No, I think they're completely brown. I'm about 15 feet away from it. Let me look at it. Okay. They're 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 completely brown. I mean, not okay. just the edges. I mean, they're just like like frost brown. <laughs> you know, like I got hit with the frost. But you know, it's an evergreen, so it's never yeah. done this before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, ho- I hope that's not, that's not the one the problem. I how was long just it? Wondering what made it turn. James, brown. how long was it in there? Planted. Oh, it's it, it's been in the ground about eight years, I oh. would imagine. Yeah, it, it was well established. It's it's never had a problem until this year. Hmm. And oh. uh, just water it. Don't fertilize it. Just water it and hope for the best. Right, right. And fertilize, okay. fertilize the next spring if if everything if, if it leaves out real well. Okay. All right. Hey, I appreciate it. Good luck. Now that 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 tree is a that tree is an evergreen, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. It's, it's an evergreen. Okay. What you well, want to watch now, is now it's it, a brown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> ever brown, ever brown, huh? Right. Uh, right. But, what you want to watch is if those new leaves that are sprouting out, if they turn brown too. Okay, they're they're yeah. green now. Yeah. Okay, it, but but as as they get larger, watch them and see if they turn brown too if they do then what do you do jerry if they turn brown that's cotton root rot yeah i mean there's just nothing to do anyway it's chainsaw time i take it then yeah yeah yeah. all right i appreciate it guys all right i'm sorry but the good the good news is that usually if they come back they'll come back but they are sensitive to drying out too so yeah good luck james Thanks, James. All right. Thank you, Colin. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Let's take the opportunity to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call. Be a part of the show at 308-8867. More in a moment with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick, and this is 930 AM, The Answer.
Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. It's time to head on over to Millburgers for fall color and fall savings. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find some great items on sale like fall garden mums. What a great variety of color, and they make a dazzling display when planted in mass in your yard. And right now in the six-inch pot, you're ready for this, only $2.88. Just $2.88 for fall garden mums in the six-inch pot. You'll find petunias on sale as well right now in the four-inch pot, just 88 cents each. This week at Millburgers, the fall fruit trees are in. You can save 20% on fresh shipments just arrived of apples, peaches, pears, figs, avocados, and more in the three-gallon container starting from just $34.99. You'll find all these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. And don't forget, it's coming soon, Millburgers' famous pumpkin patch, an amazing monster maze at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m. The Answer. One, two, three, four. San Antonio is Military City, USA. At 9.30 a.m., The Answer is proud to be a part of the tradition with Military City, USA Radio, Saturday mornings at 0800 hours. You'll hear from members of our active military, military civilians, and our veterans who have contributed to the brave history of our military. Military City, USA Radio, Saturdays at 0800 hours on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. One of the Ten Commandments says to honor your father and mother. And right now, I'd like to honor my father. He fought our country's battles as part of the greatest generation in World War II. He was brave, strong, and independent. And he retired right here in San Antonio, where for the last few years of his life, he fought his final battle called Alzheimer's. I'm so proud of my father. My name is Greg Perkins, and after my own service to our country and in honor of my father, I started a company called In-Home Senior Care right here in Military City, USA. Since 1999, we have been providing the peace of mind that gives the honor and dignity your parents deserve by helping them remain in the home of their memories and assisting them with day-to-day activities like meal preparation, bathing assistance, housekeeping, transportation, and companionship. Call now and in-home senior care can have a care specialist in your home today. Call 210-256-CARE. That's 256-CARE or online at inhomeseniorcare.com. Building a strong community takes each one of us, and Project One can connect you to organizations and companies that are doing just that. Listen this weekend to Project One for the way San Antonio organizations are changing lives and transforming our community. Hi, this is Jan Johnson. Join us this week on Project One as we highlight Aid the Silent this Saturday night at 9, sponsored by Documation and SACLF. One person, one hour, one life changed. Project One. Hugh Hewitt wonders where politics is going. Democrat Representative Luis Gutierrez of Illinois said this, quote, General Kelly, chief of staff, is a hypocrite who is a disgrace to the uniform he used to wear. I, I, I mean, I'm just astonished that his members don't immediately say to him, what are you, out of your mind? What, what is wrong with politics? The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8 on 930 a.m., 
The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and a special guest up here with the uh, Boy Scouts who are selling uh, popcorn up here. Introduce yourself, if you will. and uh, She doesn't look like a Boy Scout to me. I think she's a Boy Scout mama. Oh, is that the way it goes? Is, are they called, are Boy Scout mamas called anything? Bridges Scouters. Scouters? Okay, not, not, you're not den mothers or? That's Cub Scouts. Is that Cub Scouts? That's oh, okay. Cub Scouts. Is it really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Well, Scholar, scholars, maybe you're. Yeah. Scouters? Well, no, if you. If you're a lucky name. committee member. Yeah. <laughs> and so you don't show up at the committee and then you're <laughs> committee chair. Pretty and, much. Yeah. Well, tell us uh, who you are and what you guys are doing here. Uh, my name is Lynn. I'm here with Boy Scout Troop 145. We are trying to sell popcorn, raising funds for our boys to go camping. They go camping every month. And next summer, I know that they've got a trip planned to Philmont, uh, Ooh, which wow. is the largest Boy Scout camp. And yeah. we're also trying to save up money for 2019 to go up to Summit Bechtel. And Max is uh, here with you. My son Max is here. We're here till two, and then there's going to be another young scout, Maddox, here from two to four. Oh, good. Okay. So we'll have scouts here till. I don't see Max. Max is working. Max working the table. Yeah, he's working the table. He is a salesman extraordinaire. He's working the table, selling it. What's uh, what's the most popular uh, variety of uh, of popcorn? Most people like the salted caramel, which is really good. Um, I like the salted caramel, but probably my favorite is the popping corn. Um, because it's just simple, good old popcorn. You take it home, you can cook it in your microwave, you can cook it in your cast iron you know, pot, and you're good to go. What's and that you kind you like, Jerry? You want. Do they have that? that the, the kettle corn. Oh, kettle corn. We yeah. do have the kettle corn. It's microwave kettle corn. Okay. So it's an wow. 18 pack. Take it home, microwave it when you need it, and there it's a very go. sweet kettle corn. Yeah, good. Cool. All right. And, you know, this is normally when when we'll come up, we'll, we'll talk to the kiddos about what their experiences are and what they like about it. So we're going to ask you, what do you like about um, the Boy Scouts and how, how and Max's involvement? What I love about Boy Scouts is it gets him out of the house, okay. gets him active, doing things with other boys, um, getting back into nature, which is I grew up in the country and playing with plants should be fun. Um, so you know, we worked on his gardening merit badge. He's got a garden going in the backyard. Um, but it's just getting him out of the house and... You know, doing things that boys should be doing, playing okay. in the dirt. What's he growing? That's what our wives say to us. No? <laughs> Get out of the house, yeah, <laughs> or I'll put you under the dirt or something like that. Is that <laughs> That's the dog house. Oh, okay. Um, no, right now in his garden, he's got uh, bell peppers, cantaloupe. Um, there you go, man. That's what I, I told know. you. You can <laughs> buy some cantaloupes in this time of year. I'm now embarrassed. We tried to grow. Uh, in, in full disclosure, so Linda's family. So uh, oh, we, uh, I tried to grow a watermelon, although they encouraged me to grow cantaloupe. And, I got uh, a few three-inch watermelons that grew, but that was about it. Is that it? And okay. our tomatoes, the heat killed them. So. What killed them? The heat. Chickens. <laughs> heat. The heat. The heat. The heat. Oh, the heat killed them. Oh. I wish we could have chickens in the city, but thank uh, God. You can. <laughs> You just have, there's just certain limitations. We in our neighborhood has got chickens. Yeah, actually, you can now. It's yeah. uh, in fact, I think um, we'll have to have David call us. Aren't they doing another chicken class? <laughs> no, they do. They do the Bear County. Uh, they just had that's it. a chicken dance method. Wow. <laughs> yes, they did. Well, it wasn't part of today. 
Didn't is, they include chickens or is that for one of the future events? Oh, I, I need a chicken yeah. class. My mother lives out in Blanco and has over 200 chickens. So oh, wow. All right. I could get a couple of hers. I no think problem. the limit, yeah, the limit is like five, one hard. rooster and <laughs> five or six total or something. Do they go well with dachshunds? Oh, yeah. Some. Yeah, if you get a fence. Uh, the good news <laughs> is, well, dachshunds can dig under, but they they don't jump over very often. You know. They yeah. don't jump at all. So. <laughs> They're too low to the ground to jump. Well, did you see that little video where the dachshund there was telling him where to plant stuff? And uh. he dug a hole, the dachshund <laughs> dug a hole and then stepped back and he put his little transplant in Oh, there. yes, Caruso, the celebrity dachshund. Yeah. We follow him on Facebook. Okay. He's so cute. See? So, uh, all right. So that's kind of cool. And Troop 145? Troop 145, we're actually They're based. They're pretty cool? We're very cool. We're right here at United Methodist, um, which is right here across from Millburgers. So drive by here several times a week. Same. Stop by every once in a while and get a few plants for the garden. They're yeah, cool. Well, thank you. All right. Well, let's, we'll say hi to Max. Okay. We're all waving to Max. He's waving back. Yeah. I don't think he's hesitating. He doesn't have, seem to have that, a lot of enthusiasm for the waving. Yeah. Uh, I think he's, he's, he's focusing on sales right now. He's, he's, he's full bore just focusing on customer service. So, All right. Well, thank you, Lynn. Thank you, Milton, very okay, much. You take care. All right. 308-8867 is our number. Mike is on the line. 308-8867. Hi, Mike. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing? Well, I'm not doing real good. I wouldn't have called you. Uh, well, no, sometimes, sometimes people call us and they're doing good, Mike. It's okay. We're, we're going to help you feel better. All right. On a scale of 1 okay. to 10, we're, how are you feeling right now? About a 5. About a 5. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Go ahead and ask your question. We'll see how you feel when we're through. You pair okay, one got, when you get. Yeah, I've got a sand Houston peach that's about 5, I know about 3 years old, about 3 years in the ground. Uh, he was doing all right, putting old leaves. It, it hadn't uh, hadn't put a couple of peaches out yet, but uh, about two weeks ago, suddenly the leaves turned about half yellow, and it was I mean like almost overnight. Uh, I started watering it some more. In fact, I got water on it today. Uh, my son taught me to put a little fertilizer on a little lawn fertilizer. And uh, it's not getting any better, and it's not getting any worse. And if I reach out and I grab the leaves and squeeze them in my hand, they, they're not dry. They don't crumple up or nothing. They're, you know, they're still uh, uh, like they ought to be alive, and it's just sitting there. Did it, uh, did it dry out during that period when it was getting a little less water? As far as I know, it didn't. I try and put water on it at least once a week. And uh, I put a, uh, a like a, a dripping hose, and I put it on there overnight, and I let it stay on there overnight. So I think it's got enough water. Cause they, yeah, they, they're real, sen- they're real sensitive to that, that 100 degree. This is the time of the year you're trying to extend that, keep the leaf cover strong and green because they're they're uh, loading up their chemistry for that that next crop. And so right. you always try to you always try to keep the leaves on till November first, but some some of them a lot of them will drop leaves. Is there any any kind of bacterial canker? Any kind of little serpy black kind of spots st- on leaves? Yeah, or or no. out of the bark, any kind of uh, sticky uh, material coming out? Not that I've seen, not that I've noticed. And like I say, it, it's 
it's no better today and it's no worse today is it's just like it well, is. Yeah, I think I think it it was it's pretty easy for it to dry out when it, all those ninety five degree days we had. Uh, but just keep keep watering it on a regular basis. Don't over overdo it. But you know, once a week, a good uh, deep watering, and see if you can keep the the remnants of the leaves on there as long as possible. Um, and you say it's three years old. How how tall is it? Three years old. It's probably eight feet tall. Eight feet tall. Eight feet yeah, tall. Okay. Did it, did it bloom this spring? Yeah, it actually tried to put some peaches out this year. I think I got like three off of it, and uh, uh, and that was it. Well, that's not bad because you know a lot of us had trouble because of the lack of cold weather in the winter time, and Sam Houston was one of those trees that didn't always get enough cold, so it was slow to put on leaves. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, the, you're doing you're doing all you can do now is just to keep keep it enough uh, water that it keep hold those leaves as long as possible, and then do dorm, some dormant oil. Uh, oh, about November first, you'll do your, your as Jerry mentioned that. Uh, um, to help me on this back uh, the bacterial spray, but co-side, co-side, co-side. So. Or a copper spray. Yeah, by November first, and that'll that'll knock the leaves, rest of the leaves off, um, and it also helps prevent diseases in the future. But okay. water, water on a regular basis, but don't overdo it. Uh, you know, once a week is plenty, and okay. then if it cools down, you you can even cut back. But but it was it was nothing you did, and and. Uh, the the chances are that things are going to work out for you. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to take the blame for it anyway. I was going to try and blame. Oh, okay. Else. Okay. You're blaming your son? <laughs> I don't see so, why not. So, Mike, <laughs> do, do you not. feel a little better now? Yeah. I'm up. I'm up to at least a six now. So. All right. All right. Our our bar is set pretty low. If we can just get you up <laughs> one step, then we're okay. We we, we stop. <laughs> Good luck. Thanks, Mike. I right, appreciate it. You All betcha. Right, bye bye. All right. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. How can we help you feel better today? Just one little step. One little. One little. One step at a time. That's right. So call us at 308 8867. 308 8867. And toll free. It's 866 308 8867. I'm looking at these uh, fruit trees that they've gotten in. And uh, looking at the. the uh, they actually put a. They put a temperature on some of these uh, varieties. Like uh, uh, wista- uh, Bra- Brazos Bell uh, withstand temperature as low as 14 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm. And uh, uh, the Joey, uh, they talk about it hardy to 17. And Lila, Leah. Uh, L-I-L-A, 14 degrees, down to 14 degrees. Now, now, but there's also a little note at the end. Trees are hardy to temperatures indicated when fully mature 
and may need protection up to three years. There you go. Okay, that's good. They're they're paging on the bed a little bit. Avocados, what Jerry's saying is avocados are are one of our most uh, cold-sensitive fruit trees that we try to grow. Yeah. When when you say they're cold-hardy to, say, 20 degrees, uh, I'm thinking that that what we're talking about, we're not talking about the, the leaves on the tree won't burn or anything. I, th- I think we're talking about that the tree will survive, will come back. It'll, it'll lose a lot of limbs and stems and, and leaves and things like that. But hopefully the, the main trunk will, will come back. Uh, hopefully we'll never see 20 degrees again here or, or that cold again, or 18 or 14 and things like that in the teens. But uh, just in case, uh, when I when I grew avoca- grew an avocado, and I had a hardy one, and I I, I planted it on the south side of the house, uh, where uh, if you got a full sun location on the south side of the house, you can put it close to the house. And the reason I put it close to the house is so I could drop a drop a sheet of plastic or a tarp or, and put a heater in there when the temperature got extremely cold. And uh, from the eaves of the house, I could drop that uh, that uh, uh, plastic over there and give it some extra cold protection if it's, if it's predicted to be an extremely cold temperature of, of in the 20s. So... Uh, I would keep that in mind uh, uh, if you want to try an avocado, because uh, these cold te- these cold temperatures that are are are, are quoted uh, a lot of times you lose most of the tree. You can lose most of the the smoke. when you when you talk about a tree hardiness, you're talking about the survivability of the tree will it survive and uh when it gets that cold especially especially if it 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 all depends on the hardening or the uh, the hardening off of the tree in other words the the uh conditioning of the tree before the cold temperature is hit it's just like citrus uh the the worst cold is one that comes blue norther True, a blue northern, and and you you warm in in the eighties one day, and the next day you're in the twenties. Uh, that that's the one that takes takes the citrus and the limes and lemons and and especially the avocados back. They do a good job on this uh, on the apples, especially cherry. I like the way they talk about the witch. Uh, which pollinators you need, which with with specific apple? That's always an issue. Yeah. Because you can't just take two apples. They're, they're you know, we, we talk about peaches being, uh, you know, you can peaches do pretty well without any kind of pollinator, and then plums do pretty good. But apples are pretty sensitive. But this is a it's kind of a neat list. All of the low chill apples plus some of the uh, higher chill, high quality apples too, but uh, 
just like there is to mention with the avocado, you're you're gambling a little bit more with some of them than you are with uh, some of the others. Plums. There's our favorite Morris plum, Milton. Yeah, those were good. Those you had. Oh. You remember when you, we had enough? Yeah, one time. Out. One time in 12, yeah. 12 years. Uh, but gosh, what a high quality plum. And then there's some. Of course, the Methley is the one that is easiest to grow and reliable, and that's a good, good one. Santa Rosa is good too, and that's a relatively low uh, chill. Ripens in June, uh, so you could, yeah, you could have. Uh, based on what's available here now, you could get some high-quality plums with really good chance that they would consistently produce fruit every year. And I see they've got, on on the oranges, they've got the Washington Naval. And uh, back when I was first starting to mess with the oranges and and satsumas, uh, my mentor, uh, Mr. Ernest Mortensen of Uvalde, uh, who did did a lot of work back in the 30s and 40s uh, with uh, citrus at the Winter Garden uh, uh, Experiment Station uh, in uh, right outside of Crystal City. Uh, he he always made the statement that navel oranges are only second to satsumas as far as hardiness is concerned. Do you have a navel orange, Cal? No, I don't. Okay, and the and the first the first uh, the first citrus I became infatuated with uh, was growing here and and on the south side of a house in on in the north side of San Antonio, northwest side of San Antonio. A guy had it, and it, it, it it's always the same story. They they were ate a navel orange who doesn't have many seed. But uh, they threw the seed out, and and up came a tree. Okay. And they come back true from seed, the citrus does. So uh, uh, they left it there, of course, like everybody leaves, leaves the little seedling trees alone. And uh, about uh, six or seven years later, that thing was full of navel oranges, sweetest navel oranges you ever put in your mouth. So the the navels that are grown in San Antonio are sweet, are very sweet, and they 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 even the navels they few they have a few navels in uh, in the Rio Grande Valley. But uh, I asked somebody, I said, why don't why don't they sell that citrus? You know, like they do grapefruit and things like that. And he said, because they're so sweet. And so desirable that uh, the help eats them all, that uh, that they never have enough navel to sell because the help eats them all. So that that gives you an idea of how how good they actually taste. But uh, they've got a tree, Washington navel tree, uh, in in this group of uh, of citrus that are fall fruit trees that are twenty percent off. And then, of course, they have my favorite Satsuma, Sito. Uh, that's, uh, my, my tree's loaded up. Oh, yeah, while I'm talking about that, uh, the citrus, the Satsumas that you have now uh, that have fruit on them, you need to be watering them thoroughly once a week. Oh. Because they're, they're making their juice now. They're expanding their fruit. 
and uh, and you know we haven't had a rain since uh, it, I think that we've had since the first of September. Yeah, and uh, I went out the other day and uh, realized that uh, that that fruit is expanding. Remembering that uh, when we did the Satsuma uh, 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 sweetness test or to see when the satsuma is ripen because the satsuma will, will can can be start be being eaten uh, when it's, when the peel is still green it doesn't have to be orange to be uh, to be uh, have some sweetness about it i'm eating mine now some of satsuma yeah some of those the have they sized um no, but it's uh, it's that one the I want to call it bountiful or abundant, but there's a bumper, 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 bumper. Yeah, bumper is uh, I did not thin it very well, and it's <laughs> nobody thin it. Bumper. Small uh, fruit that's turning turning orange. Yeah, yeah. I've been, inside. Uh, yeah, my thinning effort is involved. Every time I go by, I take one and eat it. There you go. Uh, that's kind of slow. Slow. Yeah, it's a. Uh, and it's getting sweeter every day, but it's, it's yeah. still a little tart. They don't list bumper on here. I, I looked at it. Uh, did the, so if you got a bumper tree, has your has your bumper tree ever missed a crop? Nope. And it's the only one with a crop this year. Every year. Yeah. Every year. It's an amazing tree, and and the amazing thing to me about it was that's the first. When Mr. Moore made these crosses at the San Antonio Botanical Garden, that's the first tree he picked hmm. and named it Bumper. And that's, that name is is true to tree because that, that's the only satsuma I've ever seen that would not, does not alternate bear. My, my, mine in my yard, Sito, and I got Sito and Akitsu there every other year. Every other year, they'll have a, have a crop, which which it's a big crop. But every other year, they have a crop. But bumper, regardless of how many how many uh, fruit they have, uh, has a crop every year. Now, the problem with bumper is the reason we we didn't name it, or it's still got Mr. Moore's original name on it, is because it's not as cold hardy. As the uh, orange frost and the uh, the uh, uh, Arctic frost, it defoliated this winter, but that didn't stop it from blooming and putting fruit on either. So it's a yeah, it's a it's quite a producer. They don't have Arctic frost in here, but they have a, a wary frost. I don't know what that is, uh, but uh, a wary, O W A R I. Was the first Satsuma that uh, that was sold on this market 40, 50 years ago, uh, produced by uh, Aldridge Nursery out of, Santa, out of Von Army. But uh, they've got, I guess they've got one that they've selected that uh, took took better coal, and uh, it, it's on sale. All right, oh. it's a good one. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three zero eight. 8867, toll 
toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. We've got more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up in just a moment, right here on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. It's time to head on over to Millburgers for fall color and fall savings. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find some great items on sale like fall garden mums. What a great variety of color, and they make a dazzling display when planted in mass in your yard. And right now in the six-inch pot, you're ready for this, only $2.88. Just $2.88 for fall garden mums in the six-inch pot. You'll find petunias on sale as well. Right now in the four-inch pot, just 88 cents each. This week at Millburgers, the fall fruit trees are in. You can save 20% on on fresh shipments just arrived of apples, peaches, pears, figs, avocados, and more in the three-gallon container starting from just $34.99. You'll find all these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. And don't forget, it's coming soon, Millburgers Famous Pumpkin Patch, an amazing monster maze at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. Back in 1993, MediShare was known as the best-kept secret in healthcare. But not anymore. Today, there are hundreds of thousands of Americans who've discovered what us long-timers have known since the beginning. MediShare is affordable health care that really works. The great thing is we're not an insurance company. We're a nonprofit community. Hundreds of thousands of honest, hardworking people who agree to share each other's medical bills. Every share goes to help a fellow member. And when we say affordable, we mean it's common for our members to save upwards of $500 a month. Best of all, MediShare is always open. You can join anytime. So how about now? Isn't it time you joined MediShare? Call 844-41-BIBLE to find out how much you can save on your health care. MediShare, now available in Montana. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. Are you or your child suffering from attention deficit disorder or hyperactivity issues? If so, it's not because of a drug deficiency. Now there's a natural way to address your lack of focus and concentration. Vox's Attend is a natural three-dimensional product designed to help children and adults alike. Attend helps improve attention and concentration. Before you resort to harsh drugs with potential side effects, try Attend today. Thousands of people of all ages have benefited from the great results of Attend. Start enjoying the great feeling and staying focused and on task, allowing you to get the most out of your day. Ask for Attend at one of Rhonda's Nature's Way 2 locations, 624 Southwest Military in Chopper City Mall and 8059 Callahan at I-10 West in Callahan. We are so confident that you will see results with Attend. We are offering you the opportunity to try it risk-free. Remember, if you can't pay attention, you need Attend. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. After a miserable summer for movies, with box office down some 15% across the board, September brought a big surprise. A modestly budgeted fright fest with no big names smashed all records for horror films or September releases in general. It, based on a 1986 Stephen King novel and a 90s TV miniseries, centers on an ageless cannibal clown who arises from the sewers of a main town every 27 years to murder and mutilate local children. A group of outcast 13-year-olds 
Reynolds does battle with this demonic force, while the film's only adults engage in incest, sadism, attempted rape, child abuse, and wanton cruelty. As in many Stephen King stories, supernatural power functions only on the dark side, never balanced by the goodly or the godly. The only genuinely scary aspect of the whole it phenomenon is the public reception for this mediocre product. The $117 million in opening weekend business is as grotesque as anything on screen. I'm Michael Medved. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, our phone number, 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Uh, I was reading over these uh, the varieties, and for those of you who like to try figs, they've got a, we've got a new fig available uh, called Olympian. And uh, it's got an asterisk marked by it, and the asterisk denotes a new Texas A&M variety. I never heard of it. We never heard of it. No, it just, just goes to show you, you know, that they, at some point, they quit checking with you on everything, you know, once you leave A&M. Yeah, it says, <laughs> says a large purple skin fruit with very sweet red and purple flesh. Sounds good. Yeah. Cold hardy down to zero degrees. Gracious. That's hard to believe. I don't believe it. But once well established, even though it will freeze to the ground, oh, okay, only to return in the spring and bear crop the following summer. Now, the only, you know, the, there's not many figs that will do that. Uh, once it freezes to the ground, it takes a couple of years before it'll. Is that Texas Everbearing? Is that one? Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, Turkey Brown Turkey, turkey will do brown that. Turkey. The true Brown Turkey will do that. Will freeze to the ground, as will uh, our lemon fig that that the Garden Volunteers Group sells. Will freeze to the ground, and uh, produce a fruit crop the following year. A new wood, huh? Yeah, on on new wood. But uh, this this Olympian grows to 10 feet tall and self-pollinating. Of course, all figs are self-pollinating. Uh, but they, they said it denotes a new Texas A&M variety. Now, not only have we never heard of it, but we don't know of anybody working with figs at Texas A&M these days. It's mysterious. They're working with peaches. They're doing peaches and and some uh, some. There fruit, they go. They didn't even. Fruit. They didn't check with us on hiring new people either. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there you go. But anyway, if you if you want to try a new fig, uh, and like I said, they they've got the old regular figs on here. You got brown turkey and Alma, all the good figs. Celeste, the sugar fig. And they one got one called Italian Black. Um, produces jet black fruit with deep red pulp in two distinct crops: an early crop on old wood and a late crop on new wood. I don't know why they keep putting self-pollinating in there. 
All, all figs are, uh, well, I say all. The figs that we use in this area all self-pollinate. Maybe it's the, now the it's an apple a, breeder or something. That's, uh, there's some. There's a category of figs that need insect pollination because the flowers are within the fruit. And, uh, and that's really gross when you chew, well, chew you, into it. And you yeah, get the, you got to eat the get the pollinator. With, yeah. Eat the bug with the blooms. But uh, they also have a coffee tree. You can get a coffee tree. To grow as a house plant here, huh? And uh, this—that's the first time I remember them having coffee trees. But if you want something odd, originally from Ethiopia, growing under trees on tropical mounds with an average temperature between 59 and 75 degrees, making this a perfect part sun patio tree or indoor sunny window house plant with its dark green glossy leaves and jasmine smelling bloom requires acid food and soil condition. In other words you gotta grow it like a blueberry. It must must be outside for must be outside for pollination. Prune to shape. Beans are ripe when rich cherry red gourmet 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 Gourmet. Yes. Coffees are almost exclusively high-quality, mild varieties of uh, of these coffee beans. So, if you want to grow, try to grow your own coffee beans as well as growing an interesting uh, house plant. Uh, you can come over and get us a get a coffee. Makes it easier and easier to be a hermit. You can get everything you need in yeah. the, there you go. in your garden and. Coffee, fruit, all the, all of the nutritious vegetables, and they even got pecan trees. I guess they're growing in containers, pecans in containers, and they've got uh, desirable and pawnee. Desirable, according to uh, the pecan producers in the area, is the most reliable pecan variety to grow in the San Antonio and, and south-central Texas. Area. I always like Pawnee because it, uh, it so f- produces early. And then uh, I'll, I don't know if it's my imagination, but I also think it's not as sensitive to uh, aphids, isn't it? Is it aphids that they're, that you don't have problems with uh, Pawnee on? Well, it says mildew resi- medium resistance to scab, but we don't have scab around here yeah. that much. Anyhow, yeah, Pawnee is a good selection. That's a good, worthy of one to to look up and so, uh, both check it out. It, it, and it's a medium-sized tree and uh, produces a, it's the first high-quality producer every summer. And so, these are these are in containers, so they're easy to get established. Hey, um, speaking of aphids. Um, <laughs> Are Belinda's okay. Dream just as susceptible to aphids as any other rose? Which one? Belinda's Dream. Yeah. Oh, well. They're it's blooming, just... but the blooms are all bleh and brown. And... Do you see aphids? Oh, huh? that's not aphids. Thrips. That's thrips. Oh, it's thrips? Oh, what do thrips look like? You can't yeah, see them. They're elongated <laughs> and uh, very small. Just go up green. to them, Milton. They bite you, so just go up and okay. get around out there. 
Now so, there. So, so you, what, if you want to see a thrip, take yeah. an open bloom. Okay. After it's just open, and uh, take off the petals, and right where the petals are attached to the to the main stem, you'll see these little little tiny green, elongated uh, insects. All right. And you, if you if you want to do that over a over a piece of uh, paper. paper, white paper, uh, when you when you take those blooms off, you'll you, they'll fall on the white paper. They're also they're small. Even though even the Belinda's dream is sensitive to this, uh, you know, it's, they started out they were putting the new foliage on and starting bigger blooms, and then that hot another hot spell came up in it. And they're just kind of ho- holding their own, and yeah, it just doesn't. Yeah. You know, they look great they for a while, and then all of a sudden yeah, now they look. They haven't started that fall flush that, the way we expect it. Well, maybe I'll bring one in tomorrow, and we'll look for the a bloom, and see a bud. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, bring in a and most recently put opened. It, put it right in your. Pocket. Well, no, you and thrips all over me. Get by. <laughs> thrips get on onions too. Yeah, Calvin, fool me once, shame on me. No, <laughs> something like that. And, shame on you. And they get on on, on onions too. And uh, a friend of mine, uh, Dr. Roland Roberts, passed away now. Used to work with the onion producers, and he said you you never you never wear a white shirt out in a white t-shirt. Out into the onion field, because you you'd come back and there'd be blood stains on it from the thrips on you. Thrips on it. Yeah. They they they're rasping. Thrips oh. are, are rasping, so they actually scratch the skin. And we'll find out how to get rid of them tomorrow. All right, we're going to say goodbye for today, but want to thank Roy back at the station, doing a great job getting all the calls on the air, and of course, thanks to you for listening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.